Bro. Welcome back to another Throwback Thursday episode on When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. Today we're going to be covering last year's Survivor Series match. We're talking 5 on 5 on 5, NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. Today I am joined by Matty Ice. 15 men enter the ring, only one could come out successfully. And little Cuz. No. Hi. <laughs> Uh, that was a good intro, Matt. I like it. <laughs> all right, so what was your all's overall thought to the to the setup for this match? It worked mainly because I'm pretty sure NXT just destroyed Raw and SmackDown on the way there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember because this was right after the uh, Saudi show. And the plane got stuck, so this one they invaded. NXT invaded SmackDown. It worked out well. Yeah, it worked out really well, especially for, you know, like you said, the plane got stuck because of, you know, money reasons. But we're not going to talk about that. But it worked out really well. I mean, because, honestly, these teams were, were very different in nature, but they worked. Correct. Yeah. And, and Raw and SmackDown had been built for weeks, and NXT's team was announced on the kickoff show by Shawn Michaels. I mean, it worked. Good job, Shawn. <laughs> Absolutely. So, we're going to run down. Team SmackDown included Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Mustafa Ali, Chad Gable, because I refuse to call him Jeff Dunham's puppet of Shorty G. <laughs> and- <laughs> and King Baron Corbin. <coughs> and Team Raw consisted of Seth Rollins, the captain, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, and Ricochet. On paper, this team should demolish everyone, but this is why things aren't played on paper. And Team NXT had Tommaso Ciampa, Damian Priest, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Volta, the ring general. Love it. Very nice. Yep. So I love the fact that we're in Chicago, of all places. Mustafa Ali's home. And who gets the biggest cheer? Walter. I love it. I love hearing the Walter chants echo throughout the arena. It was unexpected on my end because I did not. I didn't watch WWE at this time. So watching this, I was like. Well, I know Walter and Otis are heavy machinery now, so this is weird. Uh, Walter is not in heavy machinery. That Thought is he was. Tucker. Ah, white dude name. Yeah. <laughs> Walter <laughs> is the head of Imperium. Ah, I knew he's head of something. <laughs> and I love that they have a broadcaster from each crew on the call, and Nigel McGinnis makes this call. So much better because he is arguably the best announcer they have in the company right now. Eat your heart out, Michael Cole. Yeah. Hey, uh. <laughs> so I will say I was highly upset that Walter was the first person eliminated. Yeah. 
And I, the way I remember it, I thought he got counted out. I didn't realize he got pinned cleanly. I thought he got counted out. He got pinned cleanly by Drew McIntyre after a Claymore. How that rid- makes sense. How <laughs> ridiculous of this that you're, the person they chanted for is out of the match within the first nah, three minutes. I mean, are you getting up from a Claymore? No, but it's Walter. <laughs> Don't build him up as this massive guy, and then he's the first guy out. I mean, for Christ's sakes, he was eliminated before Shorty G. Yeah, but Shorty G was popular, like very popular on SmackDown for some ungodly reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, no one knows. Yeah, but Walter was is the fans love Walter. So next up, like I said, this set up for so many dream matches. We're going to talk about those at the very end. We had some interesting mixes. We didn't know if Kevin Owens was going to align with Team. NXT like he did the night before at War Games when he aligned with Team Champa, and or we didn't know if he was going to stay with Raw, and we saw saw it early on when he decided to frog splash Chad Gable instead of Champa, and you hear him on the call. Wait a minute, which team is he going for? Well, clearly he's still Team Raw at that point. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so it was ridiculous for this. But I mean, this set up so many dream things, and I'll say this: Randy Orton. Getting pinned by Matt Riddle was a huge shock. Getting rolled up, sorry. But there was no need for his bullcrap RKO afterwards. I understand Randy's a heel, but Matt Riddle was going to be a massive star and you have him eliminated within 30 seconds of the match? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just something that they could actually build upon. We'll talk about that here in a little bit with our dream matches, but Honestly, seeing that and knowing what Matt Riddle has become, I feel like that was kind of a a showstopper in a sense. And, and I'll put this out there. Is there another superstar as boring in the company right now than Baron Corbin? No, he's it's like watching paint dry. I mean, he got the pin on Matt Riddle, and I thought, this is the most useless gimmick Ever. Nobody liked him before when he was the lone wolf. Nobody likes him now. Well, you did. But I hate him as King Corbin. It has been, it's like watching, like Matt said, paint dry. It is the most useless thing. The King gimmick only works for X person. Does not work for Baron Corbin when you're just like someone from Game of Thrones. If we want to be a loser, but that works too. (laughs) If we want to be honest, last time the King. Thing worked was Wade Barrett, and before that, it was Booker T. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just Baron like Corbin. King Sheamus. I mean, King Sheamus only lasted for like four months. Yeah, but King we're going, Sh- no, no, we're going on over almost a year, if not over a year now, of this stupid ass Baron Corbin gimmick. He needs to disappear. I mean, he pulled them. He pulled massive heat, though. So he does pull massive heat, but it's like watching steam come off dog crap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, outside of I mean, he doesn't has he hasn't done anything. It is like waiting for someone to become a superstar, but not really sure if they're ever going to get to that moment. Because I mean, he won Money in the Bank, lost it when he got. Cena interfered. 
Yeah, and it's just was he was he not the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royale winner? Too? Yes, he did win that too. The, the third one, I think. Yeah, and he's won the Intercontinental title, correct? Or is it U.S. or both? I think he's won both. But I mean, he's he's it's so dull to me. He's like a big Bret Hart, but nowhere near as interesting. But I mean, some people like Baron Corbin, some people don't. I'm one of those that does not care for Baron Corbin at all. And his, no, I was gonna say, I was gonna say he's like a he's like a less edgy main card Damian Priest, pretty much. But I like Priest. That's why I said he, less edgy. Yeah, because he doesn't talk. I like that. So next up, we have Braun Strowman gets counted out. Explain to me, Joe, how both of the other guys can break the count and Braun gets counted out. Okay. The first rules of a triple threat match, there's no disqualification and no count outs. Correct. So, uh, (laughs) how? (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, Keith Lee and once Keith Lee rolls in the ring, the count restarts. Correct? And then McIntyre gets in the ring. Did he roll in and then roll back out? Because if he just rolled in, the count still goes. I don't know, but you can't get counted out in a no DQ match. But it is WWE. Look, ask Bray Wyatt. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, how else were they going to eliminate the Big Show as character in this outside of some bullcrap way? A lot of team, a lot of teaming up like they normally do when they eliminated the Big Show. <laughs> yeah. But, but see, that's the smart way to book it. Correct, and this is the Vince McMahon way to book it. And explain yeah. to me, and I do not remember Keith Lee tagging in Tomasa Champa for McIntyre to attempt a pin on Champa. I was like, wait a minute, you got to pin the legal guy. <laughs> Who knows? That didn't make sense. And then we get, of course, Super Roman Reigns, which yep. I, I'm glad he's taking time off. And I completely understand it. But I love the rebuild of Roman since he's came back. He's grown on me now more than he ever did when he was shoved down our throats. Yeah. And I loved and the crowd loved when he Superman punched and then speared the crap out of Baron Corbin. Loved it. Of course, uh, Corey Graves, he turned on Team SmackDown. Well, he turned on the moron leading him. Yeah, he turned on the king. So, therefore, he's like, and an ask, he's like Robin Hood, I guess. Yeah. And I love the fact that the final three were Roman, Rollins, and Keith Lee. Yeah. I mean, the final four wasn't... uh, Champa. Yeah, Champa. So. And I love, and I, I wrote down the quote from Nigel McGinnis, a man built like Keith Lee shouldn't move like Keith Lee. No, not at all. He, he he is way too he is way too agile to be that he is way too big to be that agile. He reminds me of William the Refrigerator Perry, but with Walter Payton's athleticism. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. That's a terrifying yeah. anything. <laughs> and of course we get Rollins gets just absolutely destroyed. And gets taken out. So now we're down to a final two of Roman Reigns and Keith Lee in this epic stare-off. And then Keith Lee orchestras the crowd with his Bask in the Glory chant. And it is great. 
You know, Keith Lee, if you want me to be honest with you, he gives me Kurt Angle vibes. Yes, 100%. I mean, he, maybe that's maybe that's the gimmick, but I don't know. Like To it, me, it, 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 it was weird at that moment seeing someone getting a bigger reaction than Roman Reigns. Well, do you notice Roman turn and look at the crowd like, holy crap, this is what it's like to be cheered? <laughs> <laughs> holy crap, people like him. Yeah. Keith Lee reminds me of Mark Henry and Kurt Angle had a kid. That's, That's a big terrifying. Kid. <laughs> it is a big kid. And it's I will Keith say Lee. this. When Roman hits his Superman punch, he clear the ref clearly counts three. Yeah, there's no scoopage. No, it was. You, no scoop- you, you hear the one, two, three, and the ref goes to run at the ring. The ring bell. They're like, no, 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 he only hit two. No, listen, he counted three. <laughs> he did, but that's not the end of the match. No, and the ref could have easily counted three off the spirit bomb because Roman Reigns did not move at all when it should have been the three count. He didn't move for a good 20 seconds. <laughs> it was like a good one, two, three and a half before he easily moved. And I'm like, which makes me wonder if the ref was just a colossal moron. Well, I, I love I love the name I love the names of Keith Lee's finishers too. Yes, you know the ref in this match remind me of the old SmackDown versus Raw. I think it's either like oh eight or ten or eleven. Oh, where, I know exactly what you're talking about. Where, where Vince McMahon, like you have to beat the crap out. I forget who it is, but Vince McMahon sitting there counting. He's like slow motion. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Ooh, and he'll never count three. No, he'll never count three. Uh, he begrudgingly does. It's like a 15-second hold. <laughs> He's like, three, ring the bell, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'll be completely honest. I was not even upset with the ending. No, it's not. Normally, a Roman Reigns victory leaves me a little salty or a little upset. I didn't – I mean, I was not upset with him pinning Keith Lee. Well – that and the little fist bump he gave him at the end, too. Like. Correct. The, the the respect shown between Keith Lee and Roman Reigns, and I can't wait for them to one day headline WrestleMania, because it's going to happen. WrestleMania 47. That's probably when we'll get it. I hope not, because <laughs> they'd both be in their late 40s at that point. That's usually when people headline, cuz. That's true. Taker did headline day one this year. So, and John Cena was yeah, and just and Big Show was part of this year. Who knows? So, I'm just saying, Keith Sting, Lee, Keith Lee looked like a million bucks in this match. Yeah, Ted DiBiase is very happy somewhere in the back. Yes, and there I would say they're about to strap the rocket to Keith Lee's back. He's NXT champion currently. That's a but big I, rocket. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if he wins next year's Royal Rumble. Wait, wait, wait. I thought he was double champ. He, he dropped he the uh, North American title. vacated the North American. Oh. So they're, they're well. having a last NXT takeover at SummerSlam for the new North American. And right now it's Bronson Reed and Dexter Loomis in the match. Oh. Man, I was looking forward to Keith Lee dose straps. Yeah, sure. Just so you know, Bronson Bronson Reed is like four hundred pounds in a ladder match. Why? Yes. It sounds like he's not going to win, though. It's like a polar bear. Well, 
think of it this way: had had Keith Lee pinned Roman Reigns, SmackDown would not have had a point on this card. No. At this point, though, they had one. No. It was it was one three one coming into this match. I thought it was Smack- two three zero. SmackDown didn't have a point after uh, until this match. No, it was one three one, and there was two matches left after this. One obviously was I want to say Lesnar and Mysterio, and then the women's match. It was one three one at this point. Are you sure? There was no. Yeah, yeah SmackDown. That was the only win SmackDown had on this card. Yeah. Well, well, the 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 thing before the match said one three one. I think that was just an error because they didn't want to give. They, they didn't want to make SmackDown look weak. I thought SmackDown. Won Even though they are. <clears throat> the only the only SmackDown match that they the only match that SmackDown won was. Or before this was Ziggler and Rude beat the Street Profits. That's what counts as a SmackDown win. Okay, so then it's okay. So they would have only had one point if they lost that match. NXT would have had five. I mean, that's just insane that the people who are supposed to be developmental pretty much beat out the main card. That's what I think that's yeah. the point we're trying to get across here, anyway. Yeah. 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 But NXT, I think. And it's a godsend that the plane got held up, quote unquote, in Saudi, because it allowed for this invasion. We have come up with some dream matches out of this Survivor Series match. There was a lot of potential matchups in this whole match that I thought, you know, I want to see this match down the road. So, Matt, give me yours. Well, like I told you, I had eight. But... I'm only going to tell the first three that I think would actually okay. be money drawers. Um, the first one is Riddle versus Orton. Very nice. Because, honestly, they should have built on this match anyway because how it went down and everything. And Orton still be the heel and Matt Riddle still be the bro. <laughs> so, I mean, bro. I, I think that'd be really good. It wouldn't be a... You know, it wouldn't be a headline match, but it would definitely be a good mid-card match. Correct. Um, my next one is Champa, Drew versus KO. Like that's a triple threat match. Ooh, very nice. I like that. I, I just, I mean, just the dynamics of who's in the ring at that point. Champa can fly. Drew can fly for a big man, and KO can fly for a big man. So it's like it has to be like a no holds barred kind of match. Well, which triple threat matches usually are, but... Usually. Depends on if Vince is in charge of it or not. If, or if it's a triple threat elimination match. If Hunter Hearst Hemsley is in charge of it, it'll actually be good. And I think the one match, that, like you said, would headline a WrestleMania, it'd be a great feud, is Roman versus Keith Lee. Correct. That is one of mine as well. Because a Superman punch versus a spirit bomb. I mean, I, I want to see them fight more often because Roman is a perfect guy to oppose Keith Lee. Yes. I agree. So, Joe, so Joe do you have any? I kind of wanted to see Walter versus McIntyre. Awesome. That was also one of mine. Well, a Claymore getting turned into a soul slap. <laughs> yes. That would that be would it'd be nasty. And I also I, I also kind of wanted to see, and this is a weird one, of Matt Riddle, Ricochet, and Mustafa Ali. 
three very, very athletic guys. I like it. I like it. I love the connection, too. Go back to the Walter one of the European connection. The Austrian versus the Scotsman. Love it. Let's just hope they don't try to make another uh, United Nations again. Oh, uh, League of Nations? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. This one would probably actually work, unlike the last one, because it doesn't yes. have Del Rio. Because the last one had three Europeans and Del Rio. Yeah. So, mine, now that you all have listed two of mine, which was great, two of my biggest ones. You're welcome. I had Seth Rollins and Tomasa Champa. Ooh. But not this crap Seth Rollins we're getting now. The Seth Rollins where he was burning it down at Survivor Series. Not the Messiah, the punk ripoff. The punk ripoff, the eye-gouging. Yeah. It still baffles me how you gouge someone's eye out by shoving it into the stairs. Correct. Well, just... if you put enough pressure underneath the eyeball... I mean, it'll pop out, but we all know yeah. that's bullcrap. You know what? Okay, yeah. I was thinking about this. Seth Rollins' gimmick right now is when you're not Messiah is kind of a punk ripoff, but it reminds me of the hash-slinging slasher from SpongeBob. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it, reminds me of kind of like, it reminds me of kind of like a worse Ministry of Darkness Undertaker. No. He's like a gangrel. That's why I said much worse. So he's Gangrel in the Brood. Yeah, nobody wants to be Gangrel. The Brood was cool because of blood, and their entrance song is legit. Yeah. So they went dark and covered people in blood. It was awesome. (laughs) Going back to some of my other dream matches, I had Ricochet and Chad Gable. I could, I could see, yeah, I, I, I could see the the O five four splash or whatever it is that. Yeah. Ricochet has turning into the uh, the back suplex into the pin. I also had Matt Riddle versus Chad Gable. That'd be that's good. a that's a lot of grappling. <laughs> Absolutely, I had Tommaso Ciampa versus Randy Orton, which they've teased lately on social media. Yeah, but isn't Randy Orton going after Drew now? Oh yeah, but because Ciampa's still on NXT. Yeah, well, My- that, that hasn't stopped anyone from going to NXT and. <laughs> doing anything Charlotte she, my oh last my one I have is Braun Strowman versus Keith Lee that was one of mine ooh what about Braun Strowman and Walter that would be awesome but I that was also one of think, mine I don't think Strowman is athletic enough to compete with Walter I think McIntyre is because Walter does incredible things in the ring, and Braun is the typical giant. He can do things in the ring that are tremendous, but I, I don't, I don't know if Braun would come out on top of this feud. But I'm saying, could you imagine Strowman running around the ring, going to truck Walter, and all you hear is, and just a slap across the chest, and there goes fuck, there goes Strowman. <laughs> that would be, that would be awful. That, that, <laughs> that would hurt every chest in the arena. That that just hurt me. Gosh. <laughs> so, but, wh- what what would you think about an Ali and Ricochet, or has that already happened? It probably has, but it sounds legit. Join us next week for Throwback Thursday, when instead of covering matches, we will be covering top wrestling moments. 
that have had an impact on the business. So join us next week for Throwback Thursday on When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. All right. Well, do you all have any final thoughts? None that I can think of. You know, just remember, ballpark hot dogs, they plump when you cook them. And remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over.